So this is episode five. The themes of recording in different locations continues. I am now in Memphis and uh, yeah, ridiculous heat. I think we're up to feeling like 112 Fahrenheit, which I think is like 45, 46 degrees Celsius. Um, It's insane, but uh, we are completely enjoying it nonetheless. So this week there's been a lot going on not only the continuation of the travels but just in my mind uh, around developing the business so firstly I want to start by saying I actually feel a bit nervous recording this today I know that I've got listeners now people are messaging me about it and and again thank you so much to everybody who who is listening it means a lot and and please like send over feedback I, I got loads from the first one, well, I know that the uh, volume levels weren't great and somebody was saying, hey, you could record it under a bed sheet. And I know that people in the industry actually do that. So that may well start happening at some point. I, I'm not quite there yet, but you never know. Although you may really wish that I was if uh, if the volume and sound quality isn't great, in which case definitely make sure I'm aware of that. Um. The other thing I'm, I'm going to be doing the deep dive on really is about building out my prototype. And like, that was the big theme, the deep dive of, of last week in terms of, you know, what I was trying to focus on. But as always, you know, let's start off with a bit of a retrospective on the week. What have I been doing? What have I been thinking? Um, there's been lots. So firstly, I've started to look at some of the stats that have been coming in from Anchor, which is Spotify's podcast platform, which I use and I'm recording from right now. And interesting, it's basically showing that all of the listeners so far are women. Now, I know that isn't the case. Uh, my husband certainly isn't a woman, uh, and I know other people aren't either. So I'm I'm wondering if they're the ones coming in from Apple and they're just not showing in the same way. So that would be really interesting. But I also wondered if maybe that just shows that there's more interest from women in sort of learning from from others too which is sort of my gut feeling anyway uh maybe women are a bit more um i don't know looking for that extra handhold that extra support which is really what i think i'm going to start focusing the knowledge shop around at least for right now um and, and you'll, I'll, I'll speak to that a bit more when I start looking at the, the prototyping piece. But that was just like interesting data points. Something else that I found out this week was actually, it was, it's a bit depressing, to be honest. It was an article that I stumbled on from the World Economic Forum. It wasn't brand new. It was published in January. But it basically showed that funding gaps when you know founders are going out and raising equity between men and women it's like 2.1 times difference between male-led and female-led founders who are building their company outside of an accelerator and yet that gap actually increases after they've gone through an accelerator so founders who build through an accelerator it seems like end up with a bigger gender difference than those who don't go through it raises to 2.6 times now I'll post the article here but I thought that was really disappointing because in theory 
it should have leveled the playing field you know you've got the same opportunities any differences in you know experience up to that point should have been negated you know you've, you've had the same sort of teaching the same exposure and yet somehow it's showing that that isn't the case <laughs> and like that says to me there's something seriously wrong why should people be able to raise more and you know have a closer gender difference when they don't participate in the accelerator and when they do and and so I'm going to see if I can do a bit more digging around that and if I find anything I'll, I'll share it. The other thing that you know I've been working on this week as well is starting to talk about my my dissertation for my MBA and that's going to be themed around the evolution of accelerators and the accelerator space generally and obviously COVID has um, been a forcing mechanism in terms of that transition from in person to online but what does that actually mean are the how the program's changing what insights does that give us around you know is that supporting diversity greater diversity efforts is that actually um, reducing their effectiveness so that's what I'm going to start focusing on and and that's not due in until the end of February so you'll probably hear me talking about that a fair bit over the over the coming months but if anybody does have any thoughts about that any interesting articles that they think could be relevant please send them my way and I'm also going to be reaching out to people in the accelerator space people who have participated because I'd really love to hear your thoughts so you have been forewarned but yeah if anybody's here from from any you know, any accelerator, big, small, incubator, corporate, whatever it might be, uh, please reach out because I'd love to put you on the list when I start doing a little bit of customer research. So here we are. Let's let's focus on the deep dive. And as I say, that's all going to be around the, the prototyping piece. And so last time I mentioned that I was sort of struggling there and I didn't really know where to start. I had these two different customer types like the wannabes and the early founders and so what I did was I basically went through all of the customer interviews and they those notes had either been written down or I'd recorded them and I'd done them through zoom so that I could upload them into a tool called otter which basically then transcribes the, the recordings and you then um, can make it easier to search through and and uh, and publishing's later if you wanted to, although that's not what I've been doing. It's just to to find different words and themes and things like that. So I went through that, and then I put everything into an Excel spreadsheet and basically started breaking it down by the different questions and themes. So categorizing the different people that I was talking to, you know, what was um, their found status? You know, were they a wannabe? Were they doing it, <laughs> so to speak? And how do they currently stay up to date with trends? What's their learning uh, attitude? Do they love learning? How do they go about learning? Do they look on Google, YouTube, etc.? You know, what's their attitude? Are they, you know, scared but doing it? Are they scared and and stuck? Are they, you know, nervous and doing it but very slowly? And you know, then what? lessons do they have that they could share around how they've managed to to overcome challenges in the past you know what success uh have what success have they seen what skills have they developed and then what are the challenges that they still face 
their specific business challenges right now and so that could be everything from hiring that could be to ideation um and then you know what do they want from their personal growth how are they growing personally that could be that they've got a career coach it could be that they want to do their own thing but they don't have a big idea and so they're stuck they may undertake a reflective practice um and then any retrospectives, what have they done differently? And so basically all of the different interviews that I did, I took out all of the information, I put it into that spreadsheet. And by doing that, it made it easier then to start seeing themes. And so then what I did was I categorized everything. And I'm just, this might be more information than you, you really care about, in which case just fast forward through all of this. But for people who are about to do customer interviews, and I can do another session just on how I even manage customer interviews. Um, later maybe we could do that one next week and appreciate this is a little back and forth and in the wrong order but just bear with and so yeah so what I did was I, I classified everything and and pulled out some of the main challenges and so the challenges were like fear confidence or imposter syndrome you know worried about perfectionism lacking time or motivation etc etc and they then came down into I think four different categories. So in total, I had all of these different challenges. I think about like 20 different challenges that were identified. And I then aggregated those into four different categories. And those different categories came across as either mental, um, skills-based, expertise. So they were looking for an expert as opposed to developing their own skills or that they felt the system needed to change. And unsurprisingly there were some really clear uh learnings especially for the wannabes so the wannabe founders for them their biggest biggest hurdle that were the mental ones it was overcoming the internal voices if you will the fears the the overwhelm that was the by far and away so i i, I guess like two-thirds of the interviews like fell into that category and obviously sometimes people add multiple things so that for me was really interesting and then when it came to the early founders that's where people were really looking more for expertise they wanted to speak to people who had either specific legal skills or, or accountancy skills or marketing skills or whatever and that makes sense doesn't it because if you haven't started to grow your business you're not necessarily ready to speak to somebody one-on-one -on -one, uh, but you're going to need to do that as you start moving things along but that also highlighted to me that quite often we're our own worst enemy and that once you start doing something you realize it's so much easier than you thought it was before and so if you can just get that early traction then imagine what you can do so that was that was really useful so that was my like research that I started doing and then at the same time I am um, at the very end of a accelerator program through my business school, which is called um, the business school's um, just been renamed. So it was CAF. Now it's phase. It's part of City University of London. And there is an accelerator program there called City Spark. And it's the end of that. And you have to submit a video, a video pitch. And I basically had to say what I was doing. And so that actually has really, really helped solidify things because I had to say okay this is the problem that I'm solving this is the solution this is the market size 
and it just made me you know it forced me to put something down on paper and I've had you know different challenges different projects to be working through before now different tasks but everything's always been a little bit piecemeal and so this has been the first time since I finished the day one fellowship and I did the picture I've actually had to take another step back and, and to put everything down and again that was the forcing mechanism that I needed to actually get over that mental block to stop overthinking and to say okay right now my hypothesis is that what's going on in our heads are the biggest challenge areas I'm going to base my prototype and the early knowledge shop to help founders with that piece because even if they were early founders a lot of them still had that same need and that same desire to to get support and to overcome challenges so that was really interesting and that's what I'm now building my prototype around and so the MVP the hypothesis that I'm going to then be testing with that is is it by giving founders additional emotional psychological support and just help them realize they're not alone does that actually help them get over the that initial hurdle and keep them going in a way that traditional accelerators just haven't been able to up to now so that's what I've got up to and I'm really quite pleased with that progress and, and you tell me like I'm ultimately I'm building this for me because this is my lived experience but I'm building it for everybody else as well you know I don't want to just build a product that only works for me I need you guys to keep me honest because this is about helping everybody together but I just felt like the data was so clear that it's what's going on in our head is holding us back and that's what I needed to lean into first so that's where I'm going to be building my prototype and then if you know that seems to resonate start building out an MVP to support that um yeah if that if that resonates let me know if it doesn't resonate also let me know and if you're interested in helping me with my prototype as in like being like a, an additional guinea pig or or signing up for for the MVP whatever uh you can email me tori at the knowledge.shop or you can go onto the knowledge.shop website and just uh, put your details in there and I'll add you to the list. But yeah, so that was a bit of a, a revelation this week. And I've sort of almost given myself permission now to think, okay, I've got a path, I've got a plan. It's it's quite, um, relaxing isn't quite the word, but calming. It just, the stress is starting to come off and I know that that's a ridiculous thing to say because like as soon as I start building it and and you guys are, are gonna want the best product you possibly can in the same way that I would like I know that the stress is going to come back on again but just having that direction is really like quite therapeutic so I feel like the pressure is is coming off a little bit at least you know the internal pressure so that's what I got up to for this week uh, I will let you know how the pitch goes I have to submit that tonight and I haven't quite finished my uh, my pitch deck yet I don't know if I'm brave enough to publish it online where you guys could see it yet I might do I'll think about that one I don't want to commit myself to anything yet but 
anyway I'm gonna finish that I built that in Canva and this is the first time I've done anything in Canva and it's been super easy normally I would use like Google Slides but because this had like all you know a million different icons and images built in you could just pull those I also found some great templates um, from some other resources whose names escape me right now but I'll publish I'll, I'll put those links in the website like show notes if you will so that you guys can pull those as well because as I mentioned before I'm a big believer in not create reinventing the wheel if something already exists you know let's go out and and utilize that so that's what I did I, I borrowed like a template from some other companies who have you know published them for exactly that reason I've been using Canva like I say to to smarten it up and you know to just customize a little bit and then you know just using general tools like uh, Google Drive and Otter and then for the actual video itself I'm going to be using Loom and I haven't used Loom before but basically it's little video my understanding at least is that it allows you to record yourself uh, to basically have a video that you can then be walking through the presentation so it's not just a presentation or it's not just you talking you can actually embed the two so that sounds interesting I think it'd be a bit more personal and uh, yeah we'll see but anyway the pitch if I get through this is I think the final they say that they're going to choose 10 people uh, most of them in all fairness and full transparency actually have products at this point so I'm not holding out much hope as to getting through and I'm also sort of trying to manage expectations on my side too because I would actually quite like to get through I think everybody in this situation wants to get through don't they but but you know I don't really have a business model yet I don't know you know what this what the knowledge shop fees are going to be I don't know ultimately how much the market can bear and and my MVP isn't out there although I do have a plan like I said, I have a plan. I know who my early adopters are going to be or my target customers. I've got a, a good sense of like how I'm going to market to them. And I did include mention of the Knowledge Shop podcast is potentially one way. So we'll see. Uh, if it's meant to be, it'll be. But wish me luck. And uh, yeah, give me a week. I'll think about whether I publish the, the pitch deck or not. But excited to see what happens and I think we should get the results back and then maybe a couple of weeks I think they meet the end of next week to start discussing so that is that and with that I shall see you in one week's time as I say keep the feedback coming I love it and have a great one everyone and if you've got something that you're particularly stuck on like don't just keep it in your head like message me and say hey I'm really stuck on this like I just need some help and let's see if we can crowdsource some some ideas you know I'm happy to give my opinions but everybody out there has so much experience let's see if we can crowdsource some challenges so I uh, will challenge each of you to send me just something that you're you're stuck with at the moment and it could be what's going on in your head it could be a particular problem around you know recruiting for customer interviews it could be um you know thinking about creating your pitch deck it could be coming up with an idea whatever it might be just send me something and we can we can riff off that as well and I'm also starting to think you know is one episode a week enough a lot of people are doing sort of shorter ones so and then publishing more often so maybe we could do that too uh, but anyway for now 
it's going to be a week's time and I'll let you know how the pitch goes. And in the meantime, have a fantastic week. And if you are somewhere really hot, stay cool. And looking forward to seeing you for episode six. Bye.